Chiefs Kingdom, your team is back out on the practice field at St. Joe for camp, and it is buzzing today. This is a bonus episode for you as we go through the weekend. We're brought to you today by Bet Online. It's the easiest place to get all the props, odds, lines, and info that you need to get your money in the game. Bet Online is where the game starts. Little update today. This is a bonus up because the Chiefs had Friday off. Then they practiced on Saturday morning. I'm coming to you after that by a little bit. And the buzz is starting to pick up. That's really the big takeaway from today is that a couple of guys are kind of back on the, the line here. Darius Fountain, little injury news. He had missed with a groin pull uh, prior to Friday. Friday's day off actually helped him out. He hit the field again on Saturday. Unfortunately, it looks like he may have fractured one of his fingers. He is in x-rays, and we don't have the final prognosis on that. It's something as a wide receiver that definitely hurts your ability to catch the ball. We'll see how he does with that. But a fractured finger does not stop you from participating in special teams, which is his path to the roster. So I don't think that it has a significant injury uh, unless something is in the wrist or something like that. So we'll see what happens with uh, Darius Fountain. The acclimatization of Carlos Dunlap is continuing. Looking to get a little bit more. Looks like he had a couple of good reps from what I understand that he slowly eased into it. And I think that's really what you're looking for at this point. A veteran like Dunlap does not need a ton of reps this time in training camp. As it end, nears the end, second preseason game is going to be the peak for Carlos Dunlap, as well as some of the other vets that are coming in here in MBS and Juju and those kind of things. Now, Orlando Brown is a different situation, and he is easing back. Looks like, according to multiple reports, that this weight that he dropped in the offseason has really paid off for him and that his foot quickness, as I showed last week over on the RGR channel, is really coming along and getting to the point where you can see the difference from where he is now versus where he was last training camp and, quite frankly, last season, which is all the more important. So that is a positive step forward. A lot of buzz what Orlando's going to be able to do now that he is in camp and is prepared and is on the path for week one that helps the Kansas City Chiefs immensely. I know folks are starting to look forward to the Cardinals game, which is week one. That is a, a step that you want to see good performance, clean execution, those kind of things. But this early season is about week two against the Chargers. And if Orlando is that more fleet of foot, that it seems to me when I see the film, but according to other folks that are there live, it's even more noticeable that helps him specifically against the pass rush duo of Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack in Los Angeles. That is something that this early season part of the schedule for the Kansas City Chiefs could turn the season and the divisional race as they go forward. So let's hope that that continues and that as they wear on, it doesn't slow down dramatically for Orlando Brown Jr. in training camp, but even accelerates a bit. I do think that that is a definite possibility. But the defensive side of the ball is where the buzz is today. We heard from Juan Thornhill, who does report not only is he feeling better, but the clarity that he has in not having to worry about the knee is really what's allowing him to go make plays. He was in the highlight package I put on RGR Football yesterday as well. You can go see that as well. But this is something that we've talked about here on the show numerous times, but specifically with Juan, is that even though he recovered from the ACL from his rookie season, last year was a little bit down for him. It's because he wasn't still 100% mentally in terms of trusting the knee, in terms of allowing himself to play as fast and, and quite frankly, as aggressively as he's capable of. 
Now with that in his past, he seems very, very focused on making sure that that is a new development. He did not back off of the all-pro claim that he feels he's in for this season. And that's what I need to hear from him. That is the guy that I saw on film coming out of college. That is the guy that we saw prior to his injury and that we've been missing the last bit while he's been in this recovery process. Now, it does help that it's a contract year. That certainly goes a long way. It's also the fact that that allows him to help and guide and mentor the rest of this young group, which we understand is what he's doing from several other players that Juan has taken a leadership position more so than in years past. And obviously that was very hard to do with Tyron Matthew in the fold. But now with Justin Reed as kind of the default, uh, the guy that they want out there leading, with Juan as a, as a steady right hand and, and a guy at the same position that sees the whole defense, can help with alignment, can help with recognition from his positional alignment, that goes a long way in helping the entire defense. So it's not just about Juan playing fast and playing aggressive and being what we think he can be. It's also about the mental process that he's gone through and his evolution as a player that can help the rest of the secondary. A lot of changes going on in the secondary. Brian Cook is still getting the uh, the bulk of the third safety reps. I don't think that's going to change. The question is, who's going to be the fourth safety? And do they keep five because of special teams? Could it be Deion Bush? Will it be Zane Anderson? Could it be someone else? Uh, Nazi Johnson seems to be taking reps at cornerback rather than safety now, which is a change from OTAs. So is that going to stick? And then does Nazi have to get lumped in with what is a pretty thick cornerback group who right now, with Rashad Fenton out, continues to have a rookie starting opposite Trent McDuffie and with LeJarius Need, who is staying in the nickel. LJ is going to stay where he's been last season, and that means that the rotation is on the outside. Trent McDuffie is locking one down, and Trent is playing very well and very with a lot of veteran presence. One thing that he said today that he is focusing on is, is finishing at the ball. Rather than manning, in college a lot of times, you end up defending an area rather than defending a man in an area. And that's the the difference. Playing to the ball, I think, is the one thing that led to him not getting the PBU stack and, and the number of interceptions that he could have because he is that versatile and he is that talent. I think if he is able to focus on that in camp, by the time the season comes around, quarter way point, halfway point for certain, Trent is going to be in a position that McDuffie's going to be the name that we're hearing a lot on some of the bigger plays. He had a Multiple TBUs in Saturday's practice, and that is a big takeaway for him. Finishing at the ball is the key. And to have him, as well as another rookie today, it was uh, Josh Williams back at the opposite corner. And that is a change because Jalen Watson got some of those reps on Thursday. Now, Friday was an off day, and they made that change. I think they're going to continue to rotate those guys. The question remains is, where is Lonnie Johnson in all this? From what I understand in his reps with the twos and threes at times, it's a question mark because he's dominating those reps. He is clearly a guy that still has the talent to be with the ones, but isn't there yet. And so what is the lag? That's the big question that I want answered this week. As the Chiefs get ready to roll in and prepare for their first preseason contest, in which not only Lonnie Johnson as a veteran, but all the rookie defenders, particularly in the secondary, are going to get a lot of reps and a lot of exposure to the speed of the pro game against somebody who's not on your roster. And that is a turning point in a lot of preseasons for a lot of players. So that's what's on the table. They will be back at it this week. We'll have more for you when they hit the practice field again tomorrow. 
and a little bit of reaction we'll have the regular Sunday night show as we get into the week. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this one. If you were one of the few that was out at practice on Saturday, I hope that it was enjoyable. We'll see what the weather holds this week as well and if they have to move inside. But there's a lot coming. want to just say that a couple of friends will be at practice for us on Monday. Say hi to Dan Harms and Gary McKenzie. They'll be out there, and uh, you can find more of that with us. I hope that you guys have a great day. That is the update from camp for Saturday. We'll talk to you next time.